what I love most about New York is not the weather, but about the culture. It is brimming. It is everywhere. I can write about anything at any moment because New York has provided me such a a landscape to just like watch life in a manner in which it doesn't happen like this anywhere else. It just doesn't like this is mythology happening, you know? Um, so I love being here and and learning and, and, and just being immersed uh, by all the amazing things. Hi, my name is Mahogany L. Brown. I am a poet, writer, educator, coffee drinker, shade slinger, and uh, Twitterati at your service. <laughs> <Awesome>. <laughs> Oh, she looks so good. Hi, 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 hi. <laughs> Hello. Hello. How are you? Hello. Good, how are you? I should have brought my sunglasses. Uh. Mahogany L. Brown is a California-born, Brooklyn-based writer, educator, activist, mentor, and curator. We first saw her at a reading at Greenlight Bookstore in Fort Greene, Brooklyn, and we were struck. It was love at first sight. <laughs> Since then, we've known her to hold teaching and mentoring positions at the New Eurekan, at Brick, BAM, Pratt, and even more positions both nationally and internationally. In short, she is a force. And if that wasn't perfectly clear in writing, it became crystal clear in real life, on our ride, this spring, where we talk about everything from travel to eating, the idea of pressure cooker art... And finally, when enough is enough. Take a listen. Pretty good. It was good. It's like a an easy day, but like a lot of conference calls. Oh gosh. Okay. Yeah. Um, not, this, not the sweetest. And a lot of travel. I feel like I've been peeping yes. on your Instagram. Scary. I've been all over. <laughs> Scary. I literally am leaving next Saturday. For go. like a month and a half. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's exciting. Where are you headed? Um, where am I headed? Okay, so Miami to Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Jamaica to France. Or to England. England to France. Nice. France to California. California to Curacao. Curacao to Antigua. And then back. Just, you're just doing the whole thing. I'm doing too much, guys. So, so what does, I'm just I'm just trying to think about what your suitcase looks like. Yeah, because that is mm-hmm. that's everywhere. It's it. Nobody has the same exact weather pattern. You know what I mean? So oh, I am gosh. I am in trouble. That's gonna but be wild. Between each of those, specifically between like France and Cali, and I have like one day. So I'm just gonna pack. I already I have my stacks, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So I just come unhand and then <laughs> go reboot. The pancakes are ready, and then be out. Nice. Yep. Yeah, you want the second one? Yeah. Um. And all of it is writing related. All of this is fun. writing related. Okay. So nice. If I'm not teaching, like Curacao, I'm doing the three week course for teenagers. Um. Yeah. But France is just me and my daughter, so that's what's really nice. cool. And nice. I'm just going to sit and write and eat a lot of bread. Nice. Lots of wine. So good. And just hope that I can finish up 
these last two manuscripts within this 60 days of travel. We'll see. Something new might pop up. Yeah. So, are you on a deadline to anybody, or is this your personal, like, I want to get these two projects Mm -hmm. figured out? It's all me. Yeah. I just did it to myself, guys. (laughs) You heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not, but. Did it to myself. I was like, yeah, you know what I need? More deadlines. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I don't have enough of? It's gonna be yeah, pressure cooker art, man. It's it's the wave. Is that how you usually work? No, usually I have eighteen hundred jobs. I'm teaching a class here. I'm a teaching artist for BAM and Poets House, and I'm doing some one-offs for Urban Word as artistic director. And I stopped. This was the, like, I think I just, like, hit an all-time, like, high, which was, like, a low, if that makes sense. Like, the high was, I think I've literally put everybody else's project in my... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. And I'm tired. And their poems are great, and they have all these great opportunities, and I can't finish my, my own poems. Right. To focus. I can't finish my manuscript to focus. And now I'm sad and it's winter and what the hell happened to my life. Right. So I decided I'm quitting all that. Um, And I have one class that I'm teaching. You know, I host the New Yo on Fridays. Uh Like I have very few things that will take up 24 hours of my day. Right. Again. Because in all of these other places, I'm also like... (laughs) editing their poems and giving writing prompts and playing social worker and then reminding them I'm not a social worker and then bringing in the parents like it's a lot yeah so yeah I'm excited to just not I've uh coached other people to take my place and now they're in place to take my place yeah I feel good yeah um so for the last like two weeks I think everything ended for me like May 15th that was the last of the classes And then I like am back and forth traveling, but here I've been here for like a week and a half, Mm -hmm. and I've done nothing but walk, get drinks, nice cocktail. I bought a book, like literally every day of my life. So now I'm reading the books. What? (laughs) Who reads the books? What is this concept? (laughs) You read what you buy. (laughs) <laughs> How do you do that? Isn't that called retirement? I think so. I know. It's, it's wild. You've made it. I, I have landed on Jupiter, friends. Yeah, you're like, I don't know what it's going to be like here. Mm-mm. I will report back. Mm-hmm. From and the it field. feels so good, though. It's great. Yeah. So reading and just yeah. walking around and sitting on rooftops and, yeah. and getting such people. Yeah. It feels like... Lots um, of catching up. Right. That's catching up. Like, I feel like teaching is so social, mm-hmm. right? Like, you're just, uh, you're talking, you're interacting, your body is on. Mm-hmm. Um, so, interacting in a way that, like, is not exactly being on, but just feels slightly more, um, I don't know, like, less work? Is that the way to put it? Yeah. Why don't you I think that's, out? yeah, he just decided yeah. he's going to hit a biker. Um, but less on is is so crazy because I don't think I thought of it you like you know what on is right, right. so right. you know when you need time to yourself yeah. you know when you you know don't want to go out for group dates whatever that I feel like that's an on button for me too like a performance of sorts yeah and 
teaching, I feel, is just more than on. I feel like every ounce of me is utilized. Like, I'm thinking about thinking, you know? And how are they receiving this? And did this lesson plan hit? And if it didn't hit, how do I make it hit? Like, having those, like, really excavative conversations. Which I would love to do if I wasn't teaching. You know what I mean? So, like, I don't get to, like, be in it. I have to, like, facilitate. Facilitating is the hard part, Mm -hmm. right? Because you're just so conscious of the process Mm -hmm. in a way that you aren't when you're a student. Mm -hmm. I mean, and that's, like, the art of teaching, right? Mm -hmm. To make your students not cognizant of the fact that it's, like, oh, see all these things I'm connecting here? Yeah, And they're, like, oh. Like, see what happened for you guys? Yeah. See what I just prepared? Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and it's nice. And, like, I don't think in the beginning when I was teaching, I don't think I thought of it that way. Mm-hmm. I just lo- knew that I loved teaching. Mm-hmm. So it was like, well, of course, this is going to be what I do. Then to realize that it is so draining um, and to realize that I needed a break mm-hmm. or when I need a break. Mm-hmm. When do um, you know? And then, listeners, she asked me, when do I know? The gulp I take in the milliseconds before I answer, to me, as I listen to this playback and edits again and again, it's audible. Let's hear it again. And to realize that I needed a break, mm-hmm. or when I need a break. Mm-hmm. When do um, you know? I wasn't expecting this. I very much think of our conversations in the car as just that, conversations. So when our writers talk about things that resonate with me, I don't hesitate to jump in, adding my two cents. Haley and I have pictured all our conversations as a great big web, all leading back to one another eventually, linking and webbing, linking and webbing. And maybe you could say it was the topic, or or maybe I was particularly wrung out that day on our ride. But this one really got me when Mahogany said this. So it comes with boundaries saying no, knowing your worth, all these things that are so wrought for women, and then especially more wrought for women of color. Hear Mahogany talk through it. I don't know, I'm 40 and I'm just learning how to do that, mm-hmm. how to like figure out when I need a break. Mm-hmm. I don't think, like I, it's definitely not something like the previous generation taught me. Mm-hmm. It's not something I've ever had really modeled for me. So I think like, it's just like you're working for it you're working to figure it out all I see is people like go for broke and then they're bankrupt and then they're like oh now I gotta calm down and it's like I don't want that (laughs) I don't want to like all you see is the other end of the spectrum and you're like how do I not end up there yeah 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 like I don't know how I'm gonna get to a different place but I know I'm not gonna be you I can't I can't which is why I quit all the jobs and people are like but you have so much and like there's a lot of guilt there of course but I remember, um, so I'm, you know, I was the executive editor for The Offing, mm-hmm. and I love The Offing. I love Chanda. I love, like, her vision and her leadership. But there's a lot, you know, it's a, it's a literary journal, so you're checking into a lot of, for a lot of things and departments, and I had that. I was uh, <laughs> coaching poetry slam teams yeah. for youth, college, and adults. <laughs> Because why not just hit all of them? I was trying to change the world, guys. Right, I was like, right. You're like, I can do this. You I can be responsible. And I for and this. I did it for a couple of years, yeah. and they were winning, and yeah. they're notable, and they're doing like this beautiful work. But you know, I don't I don't get to walk away and be myself. I'm still holding their stories and their poems, right? Right. Uh, so when I said, okay, I'm not going back this year, I'm just like, I started writing these like 
Dear John letters to all these places, like, gotta go. Yeah, yeah. And I realized, like, the first one I published, um, I was like, oh, I'm free. And I, like, felt good. And then I said no to another project. I was like, oh, I can say no? Whoa. That's bananas. Oh, my gosh. The, the scary part, because now I've said no to everything, yeah? No, 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 no. And now I'm like, what do I do with all this time? <laughs> I don't want to be a bum. Let me just go to every country in the world. This is what I'm trying to do. <laughs> I can't sit still. If I yeah. sit still, then I really am the bum. But I don't know. I don't know how to, like, balance it at all. I'm trying to figure out as I go along. But yeah. September is coming, and I... I'm going to have to sit still. Yeah. So how so. did you figure, like, how did you figure that no was a possibility? Well, who said it? <clears throat> it was actually a, a man, a, what's this poet? can't remember his name. He said, he was talking about saying no, and if you say no to things, you'll see all the opportunities that come back for you, uh, or that oh, these doors that open yeah. up for you. Yeah. And another person who said no was Tom Hanks. He oh, did this whole inter- interview about saying no. I was like, word, why yeah. is this so easy? Yeah. I'm going to try it. And now that I'm saying no, I say no to things and I don't even, I, and I could really want to do it. It's like, nah. Yeah. Just to see. Just in case. Yeah. Just keep it open. Well, because it always, you do have to like weigh the like, well, what if this says, if this, like, if I say yes to this, then it really opens this other door for this. And you can like, you can see five doors down the line. Right. And you don't want to like shut any of them. But it has to be my, it it has to be my door. That's right. I don't want to open the door for five doors if what I want is the fifth door. Yeah, I feel or like if you're opening other for other people. Like you're yeah. you're doing like you're doing it to satisfy someone else. Yeah, not saying that all of it needs to be selfish, mm-hmm. but like I just feel like I haven't had that opportunity in my career to be, to selfish. be selfish. I've right. been doing this since 2001, and my entire career is built around community. Yeah. How I serve the community, right. how my poetry serves the community. Am I healing? Yay! Is it serving the community? More important. I've been doing that right. since 2001. Right. Right. And and that was also very scary to be like, oh, my God, I'm so selfish. How could I do this mm-hmm. when so many people need me? But then I had to, like, really step back and say, if you've done the work for over a decade and the people that you are serving are now in positions to serve others, yeah. it's okay to step off. Right. You know, like, you've taught them the way. Um, yeah. and, I, and I had to be okay with that. Yeah. Which is also That's like the easier said than done. Right. But, like unlearning these behaviors that are like have got probably have gotten you a lot of uh, places and at least for sure have like definitely helped you form a creative personality for and sure. form communities. Like obviously this work is meaningful to mm-hmm. you, and like I feel like that's the hard part is when you're like I love these people in mm-hmm. this work and now they're not good for me anymore on a creative level. Right. You know. Right. Like that's a weird thing to negotiate or with an yourself. emotional level. Or like yeah. Refocus. Like you're taking everything and now I want to take it back and that's not a bad thing. Yeah. Because I want to just focus on what my thing is now. And, what, yeah. and whatever that may be. Um, because what I'm learning also is that I've watched three different generations happen. Right? I'm 42. I've watched three different generations come in and go out. Come in and go out. Yes. Come in and go out. And the only thing that's changed are the players. I didn't change my position. Right. I'm still mentor. Right. right? I'm still coach. I'm still slam mistress. I'm still professor and teacher. I'm still those things. And I just have new students. And that's dope if that is, like, your magnum opus. Right. That ain't mine. Right. 
I want to make art and I want my art to be a tool that teaches, but I want yeah. to be able to create the art. I don't want to be one of those teachers that didn't focus on their art, missed their chance, yeah. and then like now they're really mean to their students. I don't <laughs> want that life. <laughs> you, yeah, take your hand back. <laughs> but you know, like the, the spectrum, the spectrum is like clear. There's those who love it and they miss their chance, yeah. but they still know how to like be super supportive. And there's those who who love it, miss their chance, and now they're mad mm-hmm. because they it. see right. these amazing human beings coming up and they're like, mm, I'm going to make it hard for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So, like, you, I don't want either of those lives. I can't. Mm-hmm. I wasn't supposed to be here. You know what I mean? Like, I keep looking at the work that I do and looking at the life that I came from and I'm very, very lucky to be able to speak up in this manner, but I'm not even supposed to be here. So... I I have to I gotta do it gotta I do gotta it. do it that's amazing and this is the summer it's happening this is it yay look at these mediums that we have available right we have the Instagram the Twitter the Facebook status we have the Tumblr all these things where you're constantly engaging and someone has constant access to you. And so in this great big web, here we are back at social media. Something we talk about with Lisa and Robin and Travis, and now in the car again with Mahogany. But she has this different approach, this sort of like different outlook. And the most surprising of all is that she's being led by her daughter. My daughter, she's she's dope, totally my hero. She um, she's twenty, uh-huh. and she told me like a couple of months ago, I'm going on, you know, I'm going on a social media cleanse, so I won't be posting. And I said, What is that? That is amazing. <laughs> like, tell me more. Yeah, teach me things. <laughs> right. And so right. she's like, Yeah, I just feel like you know, I'm just too available. Like people know too many parts of my life, but they don't know me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, What? Right. Mind blown. Yeah. <laughs> Mind like. Psh- blown and because of her I totally move in that way I'm like yeah I'll post every couple of days three to five you know post at a time and then that's it I let myself like visually engage yes but I won't be like posting because I feel like that's such anxiety driven stuff too like did this get enough likes did I put it too many I was like this is like high school all over again I'm not built for it Oh, I think my lucky star is that I said this to Could you imagine? No, no. Would have ruined my life oh four my times gosh. over. <laughs> and I'm not even like, I, and I'm not even so driven by it, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. I, I would say, like, I'm, you know, it's like, it's 60, 70% of my life. Right. But, boy, but you're that. moved by it, though, right? To the point that I think about it. Yes. And then I have to remind myself to not. Like, if you look on my That's phone. Right. Right. There is a, I made a, a folder called off it. <laughs> Stay off it. <laughs> That's my off it folder. Oh, so if I find my myself God. engaged too like, much. Too on it. It's a time suck. Yep. Like, nope. Take uh, back your time. I feel like it's such a creative dilemma, though. Like the creative person's dilemma. Mm. Um, social media and, and the things in your off it folder because like there are people now who have made entire brands and lives and careers around their presence on social media and like there is now an argument for like how you 
curate yourself online mm-hmm. and like how people can access you in positive and negative ways right. through that. So like it becomes this I constantly feel confused at the tool that I'm using mm-hmm. where I'm like I feel like you can unlock things for me but like somehow also ruin my life. Right. <laughs> and at the same time <laughs> and It'll be recorded forever. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> like right. someone's gonna post this, oh and it's gonna be on World Star Hip Hop. Oh my <laughs> god, yes. My our, our friend Zach, before he went to grad school, he was like, "Oh shit!" He's like, "I had one of those like meta blogs when I was in high school." Uh-huh. And he was like, and it has every fight I had with my mom. Oh, it was like coming out at the time. Goodness. So it was like all of the like <laughs> inner turmoil of, of the whatever. But you and just take the inner turmoil and you project that out. You just <laughs> put that out. And it's on a blog. <laughs> oh my and gosh. so he's going to like a PhD program in philosophy. And he was like, I mean, he's like, I Googled everybody that's going to be in my program. He's like, why would I not think they're doing the same thing? And he's just just trying to strip it all from the internet. And I'm just like, oh, see that? I don't know. And I feel really lucky about it. But like. Good luck. Good luck. I feel like that's right. You're like, "Mm, good luck. Good luck. Yeah. I would just give a forward. Isn't that what like. This is just a growth. This is a growing moment right here. I'm leaving it here. I'm leaving it here so you can grow from it. And learn your lesson. Yeah. I feel like there's like shows, like part of Scandal, part of Billions. There's always the part where they have to pay some expert to yes. scrub the internet. Scrub it clean. <laughs> oh, Hand over a dinky laptop. <laughs> Fix it. <laughs> Fix my life. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, man. So she decided she was going to do a media cleanse. Yeah. Huh? And she did it. And now she... Uh, she came back on and she said, I think I just want to post things about like what I see when I travel yeah. and like maybe some new music I'm making. Nice. Oh, she's a music maker? Yeah, she's a singer mm-hmm. and a songwriter. Wow. Um, she's great. She's great. But I mean, from her in that moment, I thought that was super smart. And so I started to do right. that too, just where I'm like, I'm not on this joint every day. Right. You know, this, and it felt so good. I felt really. Like I was accomplishing Into things. It. And you know what I also learned? I wasn't as sad. Mm. I get so sad when I go on yeah. there. Like, first, Twitter. Like, my timeline is, like, news-heavy, yeah. pundit-heavy, and then, of course, shade-heavy. Like, it's, I, it's all together. All so you have it, a yeah. way of processing, and you can laugh yeah. at some of it. But a lot of it's not funny, right? No. You're just, like, sad. Yeah. And then, of course, there's Facebook, which is... It, it, it's more, you know, internalized circles, but the same news feed right. sadness. Yeah. yeah. And when I stopped being on there as much, I was like, I don't feel as sad. Like, even people winning awards, you right. know, like, I want to applaud that. Yes. But if I'm surrounded by sadness and then the award happens, I'm really just like, well, why not me? Right. Instead of just applauding the fact that you're amazing. Yeah. I'm thinking of it as a deficit for me, like... I am not worthy. I'm not enough. Well, so, yeah, like, it sets you in the middle, like, uh, and we were just talking about, like, we started this conversation talking about how, like, you've gotten to this point because you haven't been selfish. Mm. And so this is your year of, like, no, you know? Um, so social media is the place where it sort of, like, fans the flame of your, like, self-centered beast Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like the Mm -hmm. other side of you Mm -hmm. so yeah you do get to a place where you're just like I am sad and I'm sad for myself and that's not who I I don't think that's who I am but it's this it's 
what what's allowed to come out yeah when you're yeah when you're spending too much time on it those festers. yeah mm. it's rough um i remember like my daughter after my daughter was born and i was like oh i'm going to get a facebook page because i feel disconnected mm-hmm. um that's a good one can i ask <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, do it i want to disconnect um, yeah, yes. yeah that would really have served good. me really well to just not oh, good, compare myself to other people who had had babies and who were like more mobile than I yeah. am or, or seemingly more mobile. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Fine. Right. Oh, look, you can put your baby on a floor and it doesn't scream. Amazing. <laughs> good for you. Like, so that's what I was getting out of it instead of what, like I had originally come to it for, mm-hmm. which was like, and I think we all like, that's how it was you know, packaged for us, right? This idea that, like, this is going to be a great place to connect and community and whatever. Bullshit. <laughs> like, I don't think... I mean, I think it does have the capacity to do that, but I think we've all let it be this beast. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, I think um, sometimes... Language... Mm-hmm. Is... It's just feral. Yeah. Because we don't use loving language when we're talking about growing or forgiving ourselves or forgiving others. Um, and it's just not... I mean, the way that we talk about ourselves, we wouldn't let our friends talk about, be talked about like that, you know? Yeah. And yet we're like, mm, I'm this, I suck. Or right. heal yourself. I saw somebody put that on. I was like, oh. oh. I can't even follow you anymore because yeah. the language you're using is like is just too much for me. Yeah. And we forget. Like those are the things that stay. That's what echoes with us. Right. And that's the high school thing coming back, you know? Yeah. Right. It's people Yeah, you just like you get transported back to that very feral is a good word for it, because mm-hmm. I do think it is. This is making me think about how I feel like there's even more like the more that we have like nicer nicer cameras and nicer nicer um mediums through which to tell stories Mm. we're like oh language and storytelling is so highly prized like Mm. our greatest entertainment comes from these stories and these like things being acted out or like Mm -hmm. put to us in beautiful ways but then we like are at the same time devaluing language Mm -hmm. which is like Mm -hmm. how we're making these amazing Mm -hmm. uplifting inspiring things but then we're like yeah but we can just say whatever to each other and Mm -hmm. we'll all probably be fine Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) we'll get past it yeah and it's like no we're just telling each other worse and worse stories absolutely Jive Poetic actually said that he said language is a strange animal yeah and I was like because you never know like sometimes you'll get the nice and then sometimes you get people who are just like we'll figure it out later it'll be fine or you'll you'll not follow me and then that'll be beef that I've been looking for in my life yeah right about New York it's not the weather but about the culture it is brimming it is everywhere I can write about anything at any moment because New York has provided me such a a landscape to just like watch life in a manner in which it doesn't happen like this anywhere else it just doesn't like this is mythology happening you know um so I love being here and and learning and 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 just being immersed uh, by all the amazing things. Oh my god, he has a mullet. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what?
what? I'm not lying. <laughs> Do you see it? There it goes. Oh. There goes that I hope you didn't record that. That just blew my mind. <laughs> Remember, no mullets. <laughs> Remember, mullets are old. Listen, I love you enough to, you know, bring you close and tell you the truth. It's okay. the radio. We can say anything. Oh, and, oh like, the mullet support group are going to come for me. <laughs> you got it. Hi, this is Mahogany L. Brown, and you were just listening to Handful of Will. Please remember, be kind to yourself, be gentle with yourself, and you have permission to say no. That's all you need. That's the recipe for success. Booyaka shot. (laughs) (laughs) Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, we gotta do the thing. Okay. I'm Haley Wolf. And I'm Maura Conley. And you're listening to Handful of Wheel. Great. Boom. Boom.